Hi, I'm Shekhar Gupta and I welcome you to my weekly podcast based on my column, National Interest. An intriguing new North-South binary has emerged in our political debate after the elections in four major states last week. The argument might look persuasive that the BJP rules the North and the South continues to reject it or defy it. And so there exists a horizontal divide in the Indian polity marked by the Vindhyas. I have used the description intriguing as a euphemism for the kind of simplistic and lazy theorizing that calls for something stronger. The reason, the reason I don't use a stronger expression, again probably another one beginning with the letter I, is that once you use expressions like that, you can't carry a debate forward which is not our intention. Our intention is not to kill the debate by using strong language. Our intention is to carry the debate forward with facts. First of all, therefore, the challenge to the BJP's supremacy is not limited to the South. A quick look at the political map of India will show that the BJP is not a North-centric party, but a party of its own political heartland. If the BJP is out of power in the entire South, it is also at best marginal all along the eastern seaboard. That will include the states of West Bengal and Odisha, and then Andhra Pradesh, and then indeed Tamil Nadu in the South. Then you turn to the western coastal states. The BJP rules Gujarat and tiny Goa. In Maharashtra, it's in a coalition where it has, it has had to part with the chief ministership or the, concede the chief ministership to a partner. And the remaining western coastal states, Karnataka and Kerala, are with the opposition. Will you still call it a north-south divide? On the contrary, it is the BJP's great limitation in reaching out to the peripheries and coastal states while it is able to win enough Lok Sabha seats in its own political heartland. Again, if we limit our argument to a lazy and simplistic north-south divide, where will the northeast feature? The important fact is that the BJP, powerful and all-conquering though it looks, still does not reach anywhere near the pan-Indian preeminence that the Congress party had during the Indira Gandhi era. We are keeping Rajiv Gandhi's 414-seat Lok Sabha score of 1984 out as an exception. We are only looking at Indira Gandhi's normal. In the normal, quote-unquote normal Indra era from 1971 onwards, the Congress got seats from across the country and generally remained in the 350-seat ballpark. In 2019, the Modi Shah BJP demolished all opposition in the Hindi states besides in Maharashtra, Gujarat and Karnataka to reach its highest ever tally of 303. Brave words from its campaigners apart, a look at India's political map will again highlight the challenge BJP faces to reach that 350-seat mark. That is even to reach the normal from Indira Gandhi era. Will we now say that besides a north-south divide, there is also a north-east divide? Or can we say that every state where Hindi is the dominant language and the BJP the leading party is by implication northern? Is Madhya Pradesh a northern state? Bihar may be at a stretch you can call it northern because it reaches out to the northern borders with Nepal. But Chhattisgarh, is that a northern state? Or Jharkhand, is that a northern state? These are central, central or east central states. The short point is that it is impossible to analyze Indian politics along regional or geographical dividing lines or binaries. While we question the idea of the north-south divide on facts, we might also check out the principle in the argument. 
For now, it seems to be argued that it is the less advanced, less educated, less progressive and by implication more bigoted North that votes for Narendra Modi's BJP unquestioningly, while the South stands apart in more sensible, honourable contrast. And then the argument goes, it is just that the South does not have the numbers to save India from Modi. And further, after the next delimitation is carried out, likely after the next census, the quote-unquote civilized or relatively civilized South will become even more marginalized. Generalizations like these are perilous. Geographically, we have already demonstrated that the BJP's challenge isn't exactly North versus South, but the heartland versus the peripheries. The party is radiating outwards from the center, that is Madhya Pradesh, which has always been its strongest base, and it hasn't quite established itself in many of the coastal states. In fact, it has not established itself with a finality in any of the coastal states except Gujarat. Definitely, they haven't done so in the south, in the east, and as we, showed, as we showed you just earlier, in large parts of the west. Further, if you make the qualitative argument, how would you explain the 1977 election result? Then, what is erroneously being called the north today, or mainly the Hindi states, rejected Mrs. Gandhi's Congress fully, punishing it for the excesses of the emergency, and, and much else. The resentment was deep and you could feel it. The states in the South had a totally contrary response. The Congress won most of its 154 states in 1977 from the southern states. In the states, the BJP sweeps now, that is Uttar Pradesh, Madhya Pradesh and Bihar. These were undivided then. So there was no Uttarakhand, no Chhattisgarh, no Jharkhand. These were included in these three big states. So these three states, Uttar Pradesh, Madhya Pradesh, Bihar and then Rajasthan and Haryana, the Congress won just two seats, just two seats. Both Indra Gandhi and Sanjay lost their seats in Raibareli and Amethi, just like Rahul Gandhi lost it the last time 2019 in Amethi. That result wasn't so different from the situation in 2019. Would we therefore conclude that in 1977, the North was more politically aware and evolved? And, and, and while the South was blindly following Indira Gandhi or that the North cared about liberty, civil liberties and rejected the emergency while the South was illiberal and insensitive and maybe supported dictatorial policies or a dictatorial phase of Mrs. Indira Gandhi. I know that it sounds ugly when I put it like this. Exactly as it does now when the South is smarter because it isn't voting bigoted BJP crowd speaks. The hard political fact is that the BJP's critics are letting themselves down and letting their side down when they speak of the North-South divide with resignation. As our analysis shows, India's current political geographies display the BJP's strengths as well as vulnerabilities. Once its challengers see things that way, the picture will not look so hopeless for them. Nobody understands this better than the BJP itself. It is because of that hard-headed realism instead of overconfidence that the BJP keeps winning. While the BJP seems to psych out all rivals by, by winning in what looks like sweeps, its geographical limitations are all too evident. The party has already maxed out in its key states. Its dominance is also made to look exaggerated by the margins of its Lok Sabha victories in these key states. In 2019, for example, the BJP secured more than 50% of the votes in 224 seats, which is a killer in any first-past-the-post system. 
Most of these seats were obviously in what we might call the BJP heartland states. These include 22 in Karnataka, by the way. For all the talk of its invincibility in the rest of the country, that is out of the remaining 319 seats across the country, it won only 79, taking its, taking its final total tally to 303, 303. That leaves just a 31-seat headroom over the 272 halfway majority mark. The BJP think tank understands this and they worry about this. Even if the party gets 60, 70 or let's say 100% of the votes in the seats where it scored more than 50% the last time, these will still add up to only 224 seats. Therefore, the BJP will need all the seats it won the last time in Maharashtra, West Bengal, Odisha and Telangana. These are precisely the states where the party collected those remaining 79 seats to take it to 303. These are also the states where India, the alliance, might carry weight if its leaders can ensure vote transfers. That's a big question, as we said in our Kartak letter earlier this week. But if they can ensure vote transfers in these states, that can make a difference. That's the reason the BJP focuses so intensely on attacking this idea of India. This is how the contest for 2024 is set up. It's the BJP heartland versus the rest especially the peripheries. One thing it won't be is merely North versus South as the BJP's dismayed and if I may add so, demoralized critics now unwisely argue.